designer babies, freedom, and, of course, music. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 171. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the one who wrote your rhyme. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme. Hey there, Tony here. Welcome once again to the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And I'm pretty excited. I got some news for you. For those of you who've been listening and been loyal, True Blue, thank you so much. We've already passed a thousand downloads and listens this month in June, and June's not even over. I still have time for uh, at least one more podcast, even after this one. So. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me. I know I say that, but I say that because it's true. And uh, it's pretty cool that the uh, podcast is uh, actually starting to grow. And it took a long time before it kind of got to that level and got some momentum behind it. But thank you so much for telling your family and friends about it and uh, I hope you'll continue to do so, and I hope I continue to give you something to talk about or something to tune in for. And uh, that's what I'm going to get right into right now. You, you may have heard at the beginning, designer babies and freedom. <laughs> what? It's a, uh, I don't know, some of these topics come up based on what I'm reading in the news, and some of it comes up based on, uh, i got to say, my worldview and, uh, of course, uh, well, I won't go into that, but just all kinds of things. And that's how the topic of designer babies came around. And my headline that I uh, put in the uh, written form of this was that uh, designer babies are all around you. And in fact, you're one of those designer babies and you might not even know it. There's a lot of talk about how scientists and doctors might soon be able to manipulate genes to get specific traits in babies on purpose. Have you heard any of that or read any of that? Um, essentially, think about this. That makes humans genetically modified organisms, GMO. Isn't that supposed to be a bad thing? <laughs> if you and your spouse decide you want a brown-haired, green-eyed baby boy who's not predisposed to, uh, let's say, male pattern baldness, well, you simply place your order. Uh, an article I read even said you order off a menu. How Weird as that. Anyway, well, then the doctors, they get to work on the necessary genes from the mom and the dad, and bingo, you've got got your order filled. But what they, and maybe you, fail to realize is how each one of us is a designer baby already. Yeah, God designed us. Now, before you go off on a tangent of how he sure makes a lot of mistakes, I've heard that. You know, what about birth defects and organ failures and what's that whole thing with Hitler? What's well, important to understand how God designed the process, not each and every individual baby. There's the key. He's the creator who gave us the ability to procreate. Now, simply put, we get to extend the creation process. No doctors or scientists can actually create another human being from nothing. But when the sperm from a man fertilizes the egg of a woman, which is a design process, by the way, human life 
is extended into another human being. Pretty cool, huh? And pretty simple. Well, it's so simple, in fact, that it confounds the most brilliant minds as to how life began. Isn't that funny? It's not funny. Well, scientists who most likely don't want there to be a creator God insist we must have had a common ancestor. They like that. We have a common ancestor, but it certainly couldn't be God. But that common ancestor, it doesn't explain how, for example, um, three little bones in the ears of mammals came to be. They, you know, claiming their evidence of a common ancestor requires belief in uh, really what I would say are evolutionary miracles. In fact, I'm not the only one who would say it. Dr. Walt Brown, if you go to, um, well, just look up his name. The website escapes me. And if you go to um, TonyFunderburk.com forward slash um, designer babies, you'll find the link to his article where he talks about how evolutionists say, actually, it's not a link to his article. It's a link to a page in his online book. And he says, evolutionists say the stapes, incus, and malleus, those three little bones I talked about, evolved from bones in a reptile's jaw. Hmm. And do you have any idea how long a process of random mutation would take to evolve bones from one species into the complex arrangement of other bones in another species? I'll tell you how long it would take. Millions of years. And that wouldn't be enough. Billions of years. And that wouldn't be enough. I mean, how long do you suppose any so-called transitional species could survive with bad or evolving ears? If you allow logic and reason to enter your heart, your gut will tell you it wouldn't survive. And yet evolutionists would have you believe it happened at least twice. Now that requires way more faith than believing a common designer created the different species. Just like you can look at any Van Gogh painting and you can see similarity in his design, or you can listen to songs by Sting and hear his style flowing through, you can look at the wide variety of species on earth and detect the designer's hand. Yes, designer babies are all around you. But you need to be able to use the logic and reason God gave you instead of touchy-feely emotions to open your eyes to the intelligent design of all creation. And if you can't do that, I'm willing to bet it's because you don't want there to be a living, loving God who made us all and who will judge us all. Am I right about that? I wrote words to an opening radio program here in the uh, Denver, Colorado region. And... Um, it's, it's a science program that comes out on uh, comes on Fridays. Anyway, the words to the song that I wrote for their opening is says, Intelligent design and DNA. Scholars can't explain it all away. Get ready to be awed by the handiwork of God. And you see his handiwork right in the mirror. All you got to do is see how you are. Know you know you're pretty complex, right? Well... It took an even more complex designer to make you and make everybody else on the planet. And uh, I'm going to segue by saying we have the freedom here in America to talk about this still. 
I can talk about my worldview. I can still do that reasonably well and without too much problem other than backlash from people who disagree with me. But if you care about it, freedom is a constant struggle to maintain. You might not know it, but if you don't pay attention to such things, um, not everyone in, in the world enjoys the freedom we still have here in America, but even our freedoms are being voted away almost daily. And that's why I say freedom is a constant struggle to maintain. How do you do it when so many are so willing to simply just give it away? And, and they vote for people who give it away. Freedom, that is. I've uh, personally worked a lot of different jobs in my time here on the planet. Um, jobs like driving trucks, forklifts, tractors, motorcycles, all kinds of cycles and vehicles. And I've been a Finnish carpenter, a family photographer, a bartender, a construction detailer, a junk mail machine operator, an awards jewelry maker. It's a weird one. I've been a milkman, a college student, a hamburger flipper at McDonald's, a copywriter, a jingle writer, a voiceover specialist, a grocery store sacker and stalker when I was in high school, a utility guy at Sears when I was in high school. I uh, would go behind the scenes in Sears and gather up the trash and bound it up in those giant cardboard bundles that you see. And I did that after school and on Saturdays. I've also been a hay hauler, a sod buster, a paper boy, a mortgage inspector, a furniture refinisher, and you know what? The list goes on. I have <laughs> quite a wide variety uh, of experience. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a graphics design project for uh, a local business guy here in Colorado Springs, and I hadn't done that as a profession I've done a lot of graphics design, but I, I never really got paid for that specifically. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, I digress. I want to get back to freedom. And I want to talk about how it's a constant struggle for anyone who does any of those jobs. So I listed a lot of jobs because there's a lot of people out there in America doing those kinds of jobs right now, right as I speak. So why is it a struggle why is freedom a struggle for all, for, for all these people who are doing these jobs? They're, they're working hard. Why is it true? Because too many people believe only the government can take care of everybody. It's just too many people are willing to give up freedoms in order to be given something they didn't earn. And in order for the government to be able to give anything to certain people, it must first take from other people. I don't know if you know it, but government doesn't make money. I mean, earn. <laughs> of course, it makes money. You know, it actually manufactures money, but it doesn't make money. It doesn't, it's not a business. It can only spend what it takes from its citizens. Now, for infrastructure and the defense of, of its people, that's perfectly logical and reasonable. But to simply take money from some and give it to others, you know what that's called? Stealing. And stealing from hard workers is never justifiable. Never. Sadly, we give more freedoms away with each passing day by passing so-called laws that say it's okay to steal. The government has no more right to play Robin Hood than Robin Hood had. 
Our freedoms we've given away could never have been forced from our hands, but through ignorance and blindness and just plain willful rebellion against God, Americans vote again and again for politicians who compromise on the commandment not to steal. I don't want this to happen, but I know I'm in the minority who believes individuals should be left alone to rise or fall on their own merit and efforts. I'm in the minority. And uh, think of it this way. Which country or empire do you know where freedoms were erased that stayed powerful and effective? Okay? Which country or empire where freedoms were erased, taken away, which one of those stayed powerful and effective? Or which country or empire ever taxed itself into prosperity? They didn't. They taxed themselves out. Which country or empire is admirable when the populace is full of class envy and racial tension and violent or even murderous tendencies? None. There's no country or empire that's great when that is running rampant. And that leads me to this song. Enjoy this. I'll be right back. Faith working through love. Let's praise God for our liberty. Christ paid up our debt. Only in Him are we truly free. Love leads into joy. Into slavery, God gave us the way. Just believe, and we're truly free. Freedom from the law that kills, freedom with our own free wills, freedom from the world of sin. Just let Jesus in, let the joy begin. Share a
It's all about freedom. At the heart of a successful society is freedom. Give a person freedom and wonderful, beautiful things can happen. Now, take that freedom away and we're left with musicians simply playing what they can remember while the ship is sinking and the people are panicking. Let's not let that happen to us, okay? Those of you listening to this, I think very probably you're like me. You don't want to see our freedoms just given away and then eventually taken away until there aren't any freedoms. And everybody does truly become equal monetarily, but with no freedom, nothing you can do with it. I know you're like that. So once again, I want to thank you for being with me this week. Uh, thank you so much again for helping me blast past the uh, thousand downloads and listens mark this month. Be sure and tell your friends and family about the Rhyme and Reason podcast and tell them they can go to TonyFunderberg.com and below any article, they can see all kinds of ways to uh, sign up for the podcast or the Rhyme and Reason Club. Or if you find it interesting for um, to get some kids' books, I've got a bunch of those on Amazon.com and Smashwords and even iTunes. I forget to mention some of my books are it can be um, found on iTunes itself. So if you do a search on iTunes for my name, not only will you see this podcast, you'll see some of my books. I, I don't think I've mentioned that before. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And if you have and you haven't left me a review, boy, those carry a lot of weight with iTunes. If you'll leave me a review and just tell me what you thought or what you liked, even what you didn't, it's all right. Just leave me some reviews on there. That'd be great. That helps me to get the word out to even more people who could use this kind of information or enjoy it. And um, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Google Play and Acast, acast.com. And I think uh, before long in some other places to, to get the podcast, that is. You could still connect with me on LinkedIn and circle me on Google Plus, follow me on Twitter, watch my videos on YouTube. I recently put one up, so if you're subscribed, then you already know about that. And uh, you can find me on Facebook, you know, that little social media community over there in blue. Um, what do they have? Just like two billion measly subscribers. Not very many, you know, but it's still worth checking out, I suppose. And uh, that's all the places, uh, you know, there's some smaller ones, but... Um, Ah, that's all I'll mention right now. I just want to let you know again, uh, thank you so much for being there. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. And until then, may God bless you and keep you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.